Welcome to the State of America Road Report. With your hosts, David Hudson and Ian Rice. Get started. All right, all right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of State of America Road Reports. Ian is uh, recovering from his concert last night at Jones Beach. He went to see the Black Crows, and he and I will. Um, uh, you'll either have heard our report on this before you hear the before you hear this episode, or you'll hear it afterwards. I'm not sure when we're going to drop it. So um, I'm really excited today. We're going to have Monica Young on here, and she is a diehard Black Crows fan. And she made a post the other night about seeing the Crows, and it it kind of moved me a little bit. Uh, she's obviously a diehard fan, and, and it means a lot to her as it does us. And she flew all the way from California to Boston. I don't, I don't know if there's a longer flight in it in, that you can fly in the continental United States than that. So uh, first of all, welcome, Monica. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So I kind of want to get your backstory for a second before we get into the show, because like I said, um, you, you've, you know, you always like our stuff on Instagram and you seem like a really positive person and your, your post was just really cool about how much the crows mean to you. So um, how did you first get into them? Um, I became a fan when I was 12 years old, when Shake Your Money Maker first came out. Um, I was watching MTV and they came on and that was that was it. I've been a fan ever since the first album. So obviously, kind of like everybody else, you got on board with Shake Your Money Maker. I'm just two years older than you. So, yeah, I, you know, when that when that came out, that was all the rage at the time. What other music were you listening to other than the Crows? Oh, everything. Um, everything from Bobby Brown. um, Guns and Roses, um, all of that stuff. It was a mixture of it. My mom, she raised me on Motown. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a plethora of uh, music. But when I heard the Black Crows, that that was it for me. <laughs> so you have so you have a pretty a broad palette when it comes to yes. music. OK, yes. that's good. Yeah, I'm 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 the same way. Um, like you may get in my car and I'm listening to The Cure or you may get in yes. my car and I'm listening to Megadeth, you know, or, or you know, something like that. All right. So when did you first see them? Well, August 15, 2021. <laughs> really? Another- yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So this is why I'm confused because I-, I thought that initially, but then I went on the Instagram page and I like, saw a picture with you with Chris. Was that from like a CRB show? That was as the crow flies. Okay. That, that was the first time that I saw anything to do with um, the black crows. All right. So I got to ask you live in California. They play out there all the time. What took so long? And why'd you, you had to fly 3000 miles to see them. Um, so as a kid, I wasn't allowed to go to concerts and my mom didn't really understand the rock phase that I was going through. So she never let me go to concerts. Um, and then when I was 15, I met the person who would then become my husband. Mm-hmm. And that was just a very unhealthy, abusive situation. I ended up raising my four kids by myself. So concerts were just not in the mix. And right. by the time I got the, the ground under my feet, they broke up. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, 
when they got back together, when uh, they announced that they got back together, my oldest daughter actually bought my tickets because um, my kids know how much I love the crows. Um, so she bought me the top of the line side stage meet and greet package. So it's because of my daughter that I was able to go see them on my birthday. So you have a good, you have, you have some good children to say the least. Yes, I do. I love them so much. <laughs> All right. So what is your favorite, what's your favorite Crows album? Um, Amorica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, that's a great one. Um, that's just, you know, those, those, those three there, Southern Harmony, Amorica and Three Snakes are just so special yes. to so many people. Yeah. I always yeah. tell people Southern Harmony is always going to be my favorite album. But yeah. if you're like, but if you're like, <laughs> hey, David, Amorica has to be your favorite album. I'm not going to complain. You know, they're, they're they're all three so good. All right. So I, now that I know for sure that was your first show, this makes it even better. Um, <laughs> and you, you had the meet and greet and you had the side stage. Um, um, on my birthday, the meet and greet actually got canceled because of the weather conditions. So I did do the side stage, but I didn't get to do the meet and greet. Okay. So what was it like? What was the anticipation like when you were um, on the way to the show? Were you nervous or because I'm, I'm the kind of person that gets so excited oh, that yeah. I have that I have like so much adrenaline, it spills over into anxiety. Yes, yes. That's exactly what it felt like. Um, I, I had Rex with me, uh, the one on my birthday. So I was a little calm. But uh, the one that I just saw the other day, I was like so full of nerves because it was blue skies, no rain. It, the meet and greet was not going to get canceled. Um, I was just so just full of nerves, but in a good way. <laughs> All right. So the you, you did the meet and greet in Boston, correct? Yes. yes. All right. So Ian did his last night. So you get there early and you check in and they give you your swag and tell you to come back at a certain time. And then you line up you're you're in a line and you see them walk out what do you think oh i immediately started crying i couldn't believe it i'm 44 years old i've been waiting for this moment since i was 12 years old it just everything just came bubbling over i was just so excited and so happy to see them together walking out did you actually get to speak with them um yes before the mega tears came out yes rich looked me dead in my eyes and he smiled and i completely lost it i <laughs> i let them know that i've been waiting for them since i was 12 years old to to see them play and to meet them and i just became i i couldn't hear anything it just i mean i was so excited the tears were flowing and i saw chris's lips moving i didn't hear what he said to me <laughs> but yeah well, that's really cool i mean i got to think <clears throat> even for hardened veterans like they are, mm -hmm. I mean, they, you know, they've been dealing with people telling them how great they are, you know, since 1990. I got to think though, you cannot fake that emotion. Oh no, That's genuine. No. That's not somebody coming up to you on the street and going, you know, Hey man, you're, you know, you're one of the best front men ever. That's like genuine emotion. And oh, yeah. I, I would think, I don't care how long you've been doing it. That has to move you on some level. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One of, um, you know, one of our, our other friends of the show, she met him for the first time and she's kind of like you and she apparently just fell apart. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I think, I think it meant something to them. It's a shame that you aren't getting more time to see them. Cause when the, when I met Chris, it was on ask the, ask the crow flies tour mm -hmm. and there was probably only 30 people. So oh. you actually got like a minute or a minute and a half or two minutes with him. And, and I had, a, I mean, I just had a really good conversation with him. 
you know, about music, not necessarily, you know, the, the black crows per se, but, um, it is a shame though, that like you had to do the social distancing thing. Yes, uh, Cause yeah. those, those pictures look awkward. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've seen though a lot of people are Photoshopping them and removing the part, you know, in the middle to make it look like they were together. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure had they've been able to like get close to you, Chris would have given you a hug. Oh, I, I know he would have. He did when, um, when I met him at, as the crow flies, he gave me the biggest hug and it, it was so warm and, and I could tell it was genuine. All right. So at that point, um, if I understand how things work, you have some time and then dirty honey plays and you sit in your seat and then they bring you up and you get on the side stage, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, you, that's a pretty cool view. I would think it was, it was, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm finally here. I get to hear the boys play. It was phenomenal. phenomenal. How, how loud is it from the side of the stage? Cause I saw them just last week and it was loud from the front. <laughs> So it was loud um, on the side stage, but when I did the second show in Boston and I kind of sat on Rich's side a little bit, that was loud. So yeah. you're on you, top of the speakers, basically on the side stage. Have you seen how many amps he's playing with? Like, it's insane. I, I saw how many. I didn't count them, but I was like, okay, are they all on? That is <laughs> what. Now, it is. I'm, I'm not a musician, but I've asked some. It's my understanding that what he'll hit with a pedal, he can switch from, you know, I, I guess he wants a different sound from, from different okay. ones. All right. So I'm going to pull up the set list from your uh, uh, show. I'm not even going to ask you this because I know the answer to the question. Normally, we ask people, uh, what was your excitement level when they announced the tour and what was your excitement level after seeing the tour? And I'm pretty sure 10 out of 10, is that correct? will come to mind. All right. So we'll, we'll just bypass that one. All right. So uh, obviously everybody knows they start off with shake your money maker and um, it being your first black crow show. Obviously this is the first time you've heard these songs. Um, I think when I think I've talked about this, when I saw them, the, the one I'd never actually seen live was strut and blues. Cause they hadn't really played that since, you know, the, that first tour. All right, so the lights go down. The band is with the bartender. The somebody comes out and puts a quarter in the jukebox. Shake your money maker plays, and then you hear Rich's opening chords. Was there just an explosion of emotion? It was. The tears were welling up, and oh my gosh, just to hear that first note—just that was everything, everything. All right, so what would you say is was of all the songs from Shake Your Money Maker was the highlight of the show? Um, for me personally, um, she talks to angels. Um, that song has a special meaning, um, because my mom was an alcoholic and I had detached from her and that song in particular humanized my mom to me. So to actually hear that song live, like I'm, I'm getting teary thinking about it now to actually be able to hear it live. It's Okay. That that one touched me the most. That that meant a lot to be able to hear that one live. It's a it's a great song, and I'm always one of the things I always think is I've said this before. So, but uh, one of the things I always think is cool about that they could have come out of the gate with a cheesy power ballad on that, you know, at that time, and they didn't. And to think they wrote that at such a young age, I mean, that's a very mature sounding song. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're the first person. That has, I believe that we've had on that has not uh, singled out seeing things, uh, but, it's, but it sounds it sounds like you had a good reason for that, and that's that's really cool. It music great, <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. 
I mean, it, it, it really is. I feel sorry for people that don't get music. Oh, no. I feel like they're walking through life blind. It's kind of like the Matrix where they haven't taken the pill yet. You know, they're just. <laughs> There's some song, no matter what genre, because I always feel like when a, a songwriter writes a song, they're writing it from their their experiences, their perspective of life. So once they release those songs to us, those songs meet us where we are, no matter like what we're going through or what the song is written about. And that's basically what the Black Crows have done for me. So I think it's. Get it. Like, <laughs> I think I think it's once they once they send it out, it's a, it's it can be whatever you want it to be. Exactly, the song meets you right where you are. All right, so let's go to seeing things though. That, that when I saw them, it was so good. The gospel feel on that is great. Joel Robina really shines on that. Did you enjoy that one? Yes, I did. I absolutely did. Just the different layers of the different songs. So absolutely. All right, so you get uh, No Speak, No Slave. I've, I've Oddly enough, I did not get that. One of the few shows they hadn't played. Obviously, they're coming out of Stare It Cold and going in No Speak, No Slave, the hits portion. Yes. Um, what uh, did you think about that? That is actually one of my favorite Crow songs. So to actually hear that one live as well, like on a lighter side, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was amazing. I'm so glad that I got to get that one. All right, so next you got something really cool. This is the only sit-in of the tour so far. Uh, the legendary Peter Wolf from the uh, Jay Giles band. He is uh, Boston music royalty, and from what I understand, that's how they introduced him. Yes, uh, my, my buddy Steve was there, and he said when they said that, he, he thought Joe Perry was going to walk out. <laughs> Joe Perry, you know, has played I with them. Somebody say Joe Perry. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Jay Giles band is a you know a pretty influential band from back then. Um, so did you think that was cool? You got to see a sit in? It really was cool. Um, I was there with my friend, Lori, she's from the, uh, the Boston area. Mm-hmm. And she was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I'm being from California. I didn't understand the magnitude of who right. he was, but like everybody was just flipping out. From, he, a big deal. <laughs> from what I understand, he was really into it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He came out of his jacket. He gave us everything that he had to give. It was amazing. You know, and he's got to be like 70 years old. Yeah. I think Um, she said he's like 75. And what's cool about that is obviously that probably meant a lot to Chris and Rich and the other members of the band, you know, to have them in it. I always think that's cool when you get to see somebody have one of their musical heroes show up with them because like when they were on that brothers of a feather tour, Peter Buck of REM sat in with them. If you hear them talk, REM is one of the most important bands to them. So I always yeah. kind of wonder, like, when that happens, uh, is it kind of like when we get to see some of our, meet some of our musical heroes, you know, how I much, uh, you know. Because you could see the excitement on Chris's face. You could genuinely see it on his face. Yeah. And, you know, and he looked, that's a great thing about the Crows. They don't mind sharing the stage with somebody. Absolutely not. I mean, they're, you know, and, but here's the thing. When you're as good as they are, you don't have to try to outdo anybody or it be a, you know, a contest, exactly. you know. All right, so you go into uh, obviously a more because your favorite album. I would definitely think Wiser Times one of your favorite Black Crow songs. That is my favorite song off of the album. So I felt like I was just winning all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's uh, I I really enjoyed it when I when I saw them. Obviously, there's not the jam that we normally get. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I've seen that jam so many times that sometimes I'm like, man, we could trim it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, which they obviously, which they obviously do on that one. Um, yeah. What what was your your thoughts on? That? I thought Chris and Rich do a good job harmonizing on it. Yes. Um, I think Brian Griffin does a good job on the drums Absolutely. on this one. Um, I thought the solos by both Rich and um, 
uh, Isaiah were pretty tasteful and, and Joe Robineau adds in a perfect flavor. So that's one of those ones. If you're new members in the band, you kind of have to get right. Yes, you do. There's, there's no room for error really on, on that. And they, they did, they did it really, really good. All right. So next you get thorn in my pride. Now, when I saw him, there was a little bit of a jam and, you know, Chris got the harmonica out, which one of my favorite things when he plays harmonica, whether it's, you know, hotel illness, when they cover midnight rambler, uh, obviously this song. So uh, I would think uh, being a hardcore black crows fan, that song probably means a lot to you too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I loved it. The little bit of jam that we got, it was good. You got it. I hope, because I hope, you know, they stick. I hope this thing isn't just a one-off. Uh, it doesn't appear to be because they have book, you know, shows booked for next year. Um, and I want them to go in the studio and, and put out some, you know, obviously some new material. But I would also like to see them in a setting where they could stretch things out. And we can just see what everybody can really, you know, is really made of. Exactly, exactly. All right. Um, you know, your child of the 90s is me. One of the biggest rock songs of the 90s. Uh, one of the most recognizable opening riffs in all of music. You got Remedy to close out that first set. Yes, so good. So good. <laughs> I was so happy with the entire set. Yeah, that's uh, that one. That one just doesn't get old. You know, nope. I, some, sometimes I've seen them so many times. I get tired, honestly, of hearing some of the other songs that get played a lot. That one and Sting Me or or two that I'm just never I'm never going to complain about. If they're on the show. Right. And then um, let's see, you get, uh, they close it out with one they've done a lot of shows with the Rolling Stones. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. How did you, how'd you think that went? I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed their rendition of it. It was really, really good. That was a good one to close it out with. All right. So how was the crowd at the show? Were they into it? Everybody was on their feet. Everybody was dancing. The guys behind us filled their beers on our seats. Like <laughs> everybody was just totally enjoying themselves. So I had a good time actually being in the with the crowd versus on the side stage because there it's two completely different experiences. So everybody enjoyed it. They were singing along with the songs, high fiving each other. There was beach balls going. It was a good time. All right. So how how full was the um, the place? Oh, it looked like it was packed. I didn't see an empty seat. All right. So you saw them at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. Yes. Um. Let's see. You said you thought it was filled, and, and the crowd was um, was into it. How how many people would you think that place holds? Oh wow! I honestly don't know. Maybe five, ten thousand. I'm not sure. Okay, no, I'm there, so I have no idea. I'll, let's see. All right, I'm going to look it up real quick because okay. um, you know it. Because it, if we say the wrong thing, you know we're going to get jumped on. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Xfinity Center, Mansfield. Uh, let's see here how big it is. 12,000. I was close. But you were yeah, close. I, you were close. I didn't see any empty seats. <laughs> you know, I mean, Rich has said publicly that Boston's their biggest market. I heard that a lot. So, I mean, you got to think, and also you got to think that may have played into Jay Giles playing and then give somebody, you know, everybody a little something special sure. because they had come fairly close to Boston, you know, when they came to Guilford, New Hampshire, which was the third show. And I've talked, I've talked to a couple of people that have been to both shows and they have commented how much more comfortable Isaiah seems from the, you know, show number three to this one, which is good. I mean, and, you know, I think the band's gelling. All right. So let's get to the new people. Joe Robineau. How'd you think he did? 
I think that he did phenomenal. Like when I saw him in Austin, he looked really comfortable. He was doing his thing. And um, the show I saw in Boston, he was just, he was in there. He was he's amazing. into he's into it. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely into it. He has a he has a great time. All right. Um, Brian Griffin on drums. He was really good. I, I mean, I know that everybody wishes it was somebody else, but to me, I don't feel like there's a missing piece. He does a good job. I mean, there's yeah, no there's no there's no denying that. All right, the big one, Isaiah Mitchell. He was great. He was great. I'm so glad that we have him. I um one of the things that I have noticed from watching the videos in the show that I went to, he's pretty animated up there and it has yeah. a looks like you know, has a uh has a good time. You know, not being animated doesn't mean you're not into it, but I mean he definitely he definitely lets it show and you can tell he's having a good time. Yeah, he's doing his thing. He's bringing his flavor to it. Well, I mean, he's he's a couple of years younger than us. But, you, I mean, you grow up when we did. You get asked to join the Black Crows. That's a no-brainer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, all right. So, everybody has pretty much said the same thing that I've talked to. They don't know if they've ever heard Chris sound better live. Um, what are your thoughts on, on his voice on this tour? He sounded amazing to me. Of course, you know, my first few times hearing him live, but that that voice has been it held on and it's amazing. It sounded so good. It is. I remember uh when we had Charity and Mona on, you know, the that were the two backup singers. They both said the same thing. They both go, We don't know if we've ever seen that much soul come out come out of a skinny white man in our life. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I and I mean he absolutely uh, is killing it. Uh, Rich, you know, is stoic up there, but uh, he's cracked a few smiles. He he has. I was really surprised to see that. I've, uh, you know, I read an interview with him one time and, and somebody asked him about that. And I mean, his, his answer is logical. Uh, basically said, you know, when I'm up there, I'm kind of the musical director of the band. Yeah. And so I'm kind of having to like pay attention to everything. I did notice if you watch some of the videos when he was the rhythm guitar player for Bad Company on that tour, he's you know, a lot more relaxed. So, I mean, I yeah. think most, I mean, obviously he, he seems to be, you know, a little, a little quieter than Chris, right, you know, Chris, right. Chris is outgoing. So um, I think he gets a bad rap on that sometimes to be honest with you. But that makes complete sense. What you said, like, cause I did notice him like watching everything. So that makes complete sense. And especially when they're jamming, when they would do, oh, you know, yeah. when other incarnate, I mean, he's it's, you know, that could be a train wreck in a heartbeat. Right? All right. Uh, I think uh, one of everybody's favorite people that's ever been a band is Finn Piffy. And how was Finn? Finn was amazing. I just, I was like, wow, he is really here. <laughs> he's so good. Isn't he great? Um, he just, uh, I think he he holds down that bottom end and, and his oh. vocals are great. And yes. always, he's always, he's always smooth up there. Yes. Smooth is a perfect <laughs> word to describe him. <laughs> All right, so there's not many shows left on this tour. Like I said, I don't know when this one's going to come out. So when it comes out, the tour may be over or it may be a few shows left. Let's say for the sake of the argument, there's a few shows left. Somebody's at home sitting on the fence going, I don't know if I want to go. It's not the original band and they're not jamming. What would you say to them? I would tell them to go. Um, it's an opportunity not to be missed. Um, you can't compare yesterday to today and you will not be disappointed. You will absolutely not be disappointed. It's fun. It is so much fun. So, so and let's fun. let's just be honest. There's not a lot of rock bands like them that are still out there 
playing at that level and not just phoning it in. I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but there's some bands from that era. They 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 just go out there and they just phone it in. Yes. You know, get get our paycheck and and leave. And you know, there's been a lot of people I think have been converted on this. I, I know online I've seen a lot of people that said either they weren't going to go or they got a ticket they weren't excited about it, and they come back and they say, you know what, you need to go see it. Right, right. You do. Everybody needs to go and see it. Well, Monica, you're a, you're a shot of life here. Um, it was at first of all, it was really good to actually meet and talk to you. Thank you. And Thank and you. it was equally as good to uh, to hear your uh, report on the show from uh, Massachusetts. Maybe next time you don't have to add up so many frequent flyer miles to go see them. No. <laughs> well, I mean, they're the crows. I'll go wherever they go. <laughs> and you said you're going to see them in Vegas, right? I am. I'm going to do both shows. Oh wow! Well, that will uh, that will be fun. Have you ever been to a show in Vegas? No, I'm not a Vegas person, but I will go because the crows are going. <laughs> I, f- I flew out there in my younger days to see Roger Waters. Be careful out there. You can get in trouble quick. <laughs> I will I will behave as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank Monica Young for coming on. She was she was great. And Ian and I would be back with you soon with another episode. Stay tall, everybody. <laughs> Come on, you make them.